What's wrong with you? But sister, they are just ninjas trying to release their wiggles. <coughs> hey Siri. Set an alarm for five minutes from now. I set your alarm for 1339. 1339. I'm not sure why it does that. Honestly, I never bothered to change it. You ever wanted to change anything on your phone? Remember ringtones? Those were a thing. And then everybody like grew up. What? My phone barely works, so. Yeah, I my my I had like a specific ringtone when I first got my phone, a specific ringtone tone for everybody. Like my mom, my dad, my wife, my kids, everybody. And now, like I got this phone, which is like way more advanced. It could probably do that in its sleep if I just asked it to. And it's all that same stupid jingle. Like, screw it. I think uh, I changed my ringtone once. Um, I mean, I did it pretty infrequently, but there was one specific time I did it. I remember it went off and someone around me who was a lot younger than me was like, Nice old man ringtone, old man. Wow. And they didn't even that, get clever with it. After, no, no, they didn't need to. It, it, <laughs> it was a perfect javelin to throw at this old man's chest. And I've, <laughs> I've never fucked with the ringtones ever since. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's passe to, to have ringtones, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like not, it's no longer a cool thing to do. It's just like, really, man? Like, and also... It's, it's probably perceived as old because, like, kids today, they don't even use voice call. You know, they don't need a ringtone because, like, they just text. Yeah, or they do the Zoom or whatever. Yeah, they don't really, they don't really bother with the... Like, jump, hey, you jump over it either. We're going to talk face-to-face or we're going to text. I'm not going to do this. Yeah, and that was how we grew up. That was the only choice we had was over the phone. You know, talking on the phone. Yeah, that's it. No, no other option. Sorry, done. Oh man, I know this Star Trek. I'm gonna look at you while I talk to you. Shit, (laughs) Eduardo, out. (laughs) You ever do that? (laughs) Mm, I've done it as a joke. I've never done it like for real. Okay, me neither. Yeah, I don't know. I don't believe you. I'm a little <laughs> shaky on that. <laughs> I was just saying, it's kind of a cool thing to do, you know? Like, Tony, out. You know, like, maybe, oh, God, am I making an ass out of myself and don't even realize it? No, I've done, I definitely have done editor out, but that's like a persona thing. That's not like. Oh, no, I used to do this just on the phone. Like, Tony, out. Out. Like, like, like Kirk out. Yeah, Kirk out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, God, I think, I, wow. Well, there's a mirror to my face. I'm okay with it, though. I'll live. I thought you said there was these were going to be angry wiggles. There was something angry going on. Angry anger was a brewing. I think. I, well, there's a story happening. Like, there's. I'm just honestly, I'm trying to just cool myself down a little bit because I have a story. It's super COVID related. It's basically apropos the whole reason we created this freaking show. And so is and that going to be the topic? Then we're going to. That's definitely going to have to be the topic because there's a lot to unpack there. Okay, then let me tell you that I did watch Christmas Chronicles, as you recommended last week. How did you feel about said Christmas Chronicles? I liked it. Um, I thought it was good for what it was. And if it's going to be something I put on the background every Christmas while I'm doing stuff or cooking or decorating or eating or whatever, it's perfect. Uh, I I mean, you know, and and then also when I look back at the Christmas movies that have been made in the past 20 years, 
they're all pretty shitty. I did watch Love Actually as well, uh, but I lost my ATM card doing my laundry. That kind of stopped me from paying attention for about 30 minutes. <laughs> I was a little fucking heated and shit. I still haven't gotten it yet. Um, uh, but but uh, I did like that too, and I felt like that was pretty good. I didn't like the whole Kevin Smith holiday uh, air, airport ripoff line. That's straight from Dogma. It is straight from Dogma. I'm so glad that this happened right now because I felt like you were going to take Love Actually and run it through the ringer, and, uh, and I'm good now. I actually wasn't. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Cabin Fever. I'm Tony. That's Ed. Yes, I am. <laughs> that's true. And if <laughs> if this was a YouTube channel, that that, that, uh, that face you just made would give us a thousand followers right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad I can lift your spirits because I know it's about to fucking hit rock bottom right now. Yeah. Well, look, I'm gonna try and tell this like without you know falling apart and getting upset. I mean, I only started having this beer right now because I didn't want to be like in a drunken, angry ramble. Uh, so we started the show because of, you know, COVID and we, you know, didn't have things to do or we were just trying to like uh, not raise awareness per se, but talk about how it's like being in COVID and, and being isolated and quarantined and everything. Therapeutic. Um, therapeutic. Yeah, basically ther- therapy. Uh, so this might be the first time we've ever actually used it for actual therapy because I just received news. Uh, my grandmother and my aunt both have COVID. Um, just quick my grandmother is in the hospital and which grandmother i'm sorry uh my grandmother my mom's mom she has we call her grandma broken mono because she only has one arm yeah i know the one where i used to live right yeah exactly uh so what makes me angry about it is it's not because she got covid it's just like the way that this whole thing is being handled my aunt who is usually the the responsible one is no longer in the picture with this because she has COVID and she's quarantined. So when this whole thing kind of went down, uh, my uncles who are morons are in charge, like like the literally three stooges situation with three of them, you know, one's really arrogant. The one's very, another one's very ignorant and the other one's a man child. So we have like three guys, uh, all three who do not believe this is a thing. Right. So there's that too. Wow. Uh, and they're in charge of an old lady who is very sick and infirmed and is now officially have COVID and was told to quarantine at her house and is now in the hospital because of their ineptitude. Ineptitude how? Like it got worse or? Okay. So my grandmother got COVID because her housekeeper, as far as we can glean, her housekeeper uh, got it because she has two sons who go out a lot and don't give a shit. And then uh, instead of telling her to wear a mask and come into work with a mask on because her sons are always out, or at least telling her if you have a cough, don't come in, uh, that none of that happened. So she came in and as far as we can glean, because she has it and she had a bad cough when she came in once, uh, gave it to her. Uh, my uncles took her in because she wasn't feeling well and they took her to the emergency room where she, wherein she was tested and was found to be positive for COVID-19. They also ran other tests on her. The, that time they told her, hey, go home. You know, they told them to take her home and isolate her. This is a very simple thing to do because she can barely walk. Yeah. Right. So it was, you know, one uncle who doesn't believe it's a thing's day. And 
when they got her back, they also called and said, hey, listen, she also has a bladder infection. So when they came together on te- by a text and saying, hey, look, m- look, mom's got COVID-19. And naturally, everybody's like, oh, what are we going to do? What did they say to do? Should we should be quarantining? And, and this and that, they're putting plans together. And the guy who was watching them, <laughs> watching her, who doesn't believe it's a thing, was like, well, I think we should really focus more on this bladder infection thing. So let that sink in for a second. Yeah, because what do you get when you get infection? Antibiotics, dude. Oh, okay. <clears throat> do, you, do you not get infection? I'm not human. Okay, I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay, so at this point, she, they took her back into the hospital because apparently my uncle didn't think that, wanted to get another test. So they took her back to UCLA Medical Center in the ER wherein that they they tested her again naturally she tested positive for covid and then they kept her so now she's in isolation in the hospital instead of isolation in her own home wherein that nobody can really talk to her or see her or and she's now around a bunch of sick people with covid and seeing what's happening to them which can't be really good on her psyche i mean if you really think about it um fuck do you think that's a better or worse situation because at least your uncles aren't in charge anymore i honestly that look, I, I have a small inkling that's probably why the doctors kept her. I was like, Well, we already tested her uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah, well, they brought her in for a, for a second test. It's like, Oh, she's around idiots. We should go ahead and isolate her. All right, maybe, or maybe she's just further along because they don't. But look, if she's in, if, if they keep her because she's in the hospital and there's, and there's something medically wrong with her, that's fine. But if they send her back the first time to quarantine, that's what you're supposed to do is just quarantine. Everybody in the house is supposed to quarantine. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. But this idea that like, no, well, it's not really a thing. And she shouldn't worry about that. It's like, yeah, you should worry about that. Like that's actually, she's actually precisely the human being who should be worrying about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, how is your, aunt doing uh my aunt is at home i texted her yesterday you know just tell her you know thoughts and prayers and thinking about her and love her and and that kind of stuff and uh she texted me back saying she's doing okay she's still feeling sick you know just down uh no energy kind of a thing but uh she said she she's pretty optimistic about it she's like yeah i'm feeling okay i just you know gonna take care of myself and stay in and quarantine like they say too I mean, she's my, my aunt got it from my grandmother because they didn't, you know, she watches her a lot. My grandma, my aunt uh, is a really sweet lady, like incredibly sweet. She loves my grandmother very, very much. Like I can't even put that at my mom's doorstep. My mom and my grandmother, like they fight all the time and they're always arguing. My, my, gra- my grandmother kind of treats people poorly. She's, she's not a bad person. That's just kind of how she was raised. She like, doesn't really, I don't know. Maybe she just wasn't prepped for, for having six kids and like doing all the things she's done. And she just like anybody else, she was just winging it and kind of grew and just, you know, came up a certain way that way. But she doesn't really, she likes to turn my aunts and uncles against each other. Like when one of them, some like in her house, she'll say, Oh yeah, this, this person said that. And, And instead of, you know, keeping them together and wanting to be a cohesive unit, she kind of like turns them against one another. And she said like they, and this works way more effectively on the women folk, obviously my aunt and my mom. So they get way more heated than, than my, 
than my uncles do, you know, but she still kind of does that. So, well, that's actually another silver lining because they're watching her right now. So they, at least they won't get emotionally. I mean, maybe they're not intelligent, but at least they won't get emotionally upset as well as being, you know, there's nothing worse than angry, stupid person. Yeah. I, I think the problem is, is that this is, this could be a moment. Actually, it could have been a moment for them to come together and be like, Hey, listen, this is serious. Our mom is, you know, in trouble. Let's put everything that we hate or get upset about aside and come together as a family, which is usually what you're supposed to do. Correct. When you're a family, you're, you're like, okay, listen, all bullshit aside, let's focus on the important thing. You know, like the, the, the plane is crashing into the mountain here. How about we go ahead and focus on that? Okay, get, every, that that's- get everybody a freaking parachute not try and fly the plane out uh, you know like get the plane away yeah, from the mountain. No, I'm, I'm like i'm trying to understand this so you're, you're you compared them earlier to the three stooges so like you're telling me that they're metaphorically not um in uh in unison on what they're going to do or they're not talking out their, their next move they're literally not literally i'm sorry they're metaphorically sitting around in a circle poking each other in the eye and punching each other while their mom is sick as fuck behind them instead of focusing on it would appear that way look it's been a couple days maybe i haven't spoken with any of them at this point like so maybe they got their shit together i'm hoping that's my big big time hope have you ever seen them in your life uh in unison on something yeah of course of course it's usually then then there's hope yeah it usually takes something like this but the problem is is okay let's say uh, I don't know the best way to put this. Dude, if there's precedent, you should have some faith or something. There, yeah, there is precedent, but let's say... Uh, That's good. That's a good thing. Let's Well, let's say your dog is dying, right? And this is a soft metaphor. <laughs> I'm not comparing my, my grandmother to a dog. I'm saying your dog is dying, right? And you're all guessing as to what the problem is, but the, the problem, the, it's dying. But then like two or three people are like, it's not even dying. No, no, I, I get that part. The, I mean, there's but- that. You, that do sense you really, of, do you really think they don't believe in COVID anymore? I think they think it's a bad flu. I think they think everybody will get over it no matter who you are. Uh, and you haven't even, I haven't even told you the kicker. My uncle, the man child, the youngest, he has it. He tested positive two days ago. And when my mom called him to talk to him about it, he was like, oh, I don't even feel sick. I'm not sick. I don't have it. So thoughts and prayers to everybody around him because Anyone he's going to go ahead. That man's path. Yeah, yeah, because he's about to kill them or get, or at least or he's going to affect them. He's going to affect somebody. Yeah. You know, he's going to affect maybe not that person you're with, but if they take it and then give it to somebody else, that's the point. You know, you're going to give it to the most vulnerable people in in the world. So unless you're a sociopath who wants to cull the herd by killing all the elderly people, you know, like then you're 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 putting people at risk. That's you. And instead of like understanding that there's something beyond that, it's like it's like oh like there's something beyond just you. It's not you and your rights. It's you and you know taking away the rights of other people to actually be safe. Yeah. No, it's fucked up. It's selfish. And, yeah, and that's that's. I don't know most, if it's. I don't know if that's more ignorant or selfish, but they're it's both. a little bit of both. Let's go with. No, both. I, don't, I don't know which one it is more. I don't think it's fifty fifty. I, I guess depending on how what kind of day I'm having, I'll decide which one it is. But they're both pretty fucking prevalent, and and sad. they're both wrong. A yeah, lot of people I mean, are like that. 
Yeah, and if you're going to go ahead and, like, I haven't even given you a few fun kickers. Uh, That's what we're here for. Do you like another – that was just one kicker. My, my uncle has it, right? Uh, my other uncle, who does not believe it's a thing, the one who thought that the bladder infection was way more important than the COVID, uh, his, his daughter is a nurse and works at a very, very busy hospital in, in the city and got COVID, got over it, and absolutely believes it's a thing. And when I, I spoke with her son, I was like, because I didn't know, I was like, hey, look, does she believe this is a thing? He's like, yeah, she does. And I, and I told him, I was like, well, grandma's got, got COVID. He's like, well, if I was my mom, I'd probably say something along the lines of she's not long for this world. Ooh. And I was like, wow, well, that's a, a little extra there. I mean, he's like, he was sad, but he's like, yeah, that's kind of something she would say because she's, she's seen a bunch of people die. And they were usually elderly. Like, if she's got it, the chances are pretty high. <sighs> yeah, so, and this is something, imagine if you've gone through that, your father is like, nah, not a thing. Or, nah, it's not that important. It's just a bad flu. You know, like, I, like, and I'm telling you, my uncles are walking contradictions of human beings. Like, no. they're, they're kind of the most, it's amazing to me. I like, I think about them every single day. Anytime I think about a, like, a, like an inconsiderate person or somebody who doesn't think about others, I think of at least one of my uncles. Like, huh. some different than the others in some different way. They're all very, they're similar yet different. And it's really amazing. Because so it's, like, weird. It's, it's weird. I was going to equate that one uncle to the outbreak monkey, the monkey from outbreak, but they're all three. You're telling me they are the see no evil, hear no evil. So evil. Yeah, they, they literally, yeah, they are, definitely. Yeah, all three of them. Like, and up. Oh, even better. My uncle who has it born again, Christian. God so, will, but God will save him. Well, I hope he does because maybe his immune system won't. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I find it contradictory in my own right because I enjoy my uncles when I sit with them and have a beer. Oh, yeah. If we're, yeah. If oh. we're not talking about anything that would be inflammatory, they're actually really nice guys. They're fun and interesting. And then, like, they'll, one of them will have to say some shit that's like, dude, why are we talking about this? It's like, you ever, you ever had, like, the rules in Hell's Kitchen? No religion, yeah. no politics? Yeah. Like, that should be everybody's rule ever, always. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? What can we do? We can't go to the hospital. True. You know, but she'll be uh, at some point. What are you going to do? Uh, if she's COVID free, I'm going to go see her and give her a big freaking hug and tell her that I love her, you know, but in terms yeah. of like, let's say she, she goes back home. Um, I mean, you're going to, someone has to do something, be there. Well, yeah, well, I have some kind of plan. Well, people are there a lot. Like, you know what? My, I have two of my mom's cousins live at my grandmother's house. My grandma has a pretty good sized house. It's got like four bedrooms. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> actually three, five bedrooms. The, the one on off Bundy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I did a dance routine there. Come on. And you, did do a da you did do a dance routine to Kwame, I, re I recall. That's neither here nor there. You look like a fresh prince. Thank you. Yeah, you had your creepers on and everything. Mm, they were so shiny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> way, I used to wear them to the baseball field and shit. 
Yep, I recall. I recall. You're looking for the fanciest dressed guy at the Little League. <laughs> Put that uh, on my tombstone. Thank you. Thank you for that, by the way. I needed it. I felt like I was falling into a hole. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. You know, you ever done something where you like, remember when your life used to just be like people around you? It wasn't about who they voted for or what they think about, I don't know, at this point, human decency or public health. It was just like you liked them because they were nice guys. Yeah, it's when I was in Little League. Yeah, when you wear your creepers. And you're the, I wore my creepers. <laughs> your parachute pants. What is um, your mentality right now? Like how you feeling? Like it's. Geez, I don't, I, honestly, I don't even know how to feel. I don't even know how to feel. She's been honestly, taken care of, though. She's out of hospital. She's not out of the hospital. So, but my, my grandma, my aunt's, excuse me, my mom's cousins who live there. There's two of them who live there, mm. you know, and they, uh, they kind of watch her during the, the, the off hours. Yeah. There's usually a lady who comes in and watches her. And then my, my, my uncles and my aunts come in one day a week, you know, like everybody has a day to come in and watch mom. It was like that with my great-grandmother. I know what you're talking about. So that's, that's what, what's going on now. So I don't think that'll change, per se, but, like, it'll change if she has a highly infectious disease. I mean, my cousins who live there, they're not quarantining either. They feel the same way. They're like, oh, no, we're good. Like, it's like, are you really good? Because somebody in your house and the housekeeper that, that cleans the house had it, and you still are going to work. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like you should probably stick around or go get tested, make sure you don't have it, you know, and then go back to work or something, or just stay in. You could have just stayed in with my grandmother and it would have been fine. You know, I guess sometimes like the idea of that type of change, people don't, would never ever, some people don't, don't take well to that. Can't be told what to do. Bunch of freaking cowboys, man. Look who you're talking to. I don't mean that. I mean, I kind of mean that for myself, but look where I'm at. Well, I know you live in Texas, but you are like far from a cowboy, my friend. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I, I don't mean, I can't lay that at your debt. At your sociopathic cowboy. <laughs> I don't know. I got, you know, thanks for listening, by the way. I think sometimes it's just. Uh, we're both, man. I've known you since. You used to play catch by yourself in the backyard, bro. Like, I'm always here. Guess what? I had a 100% catch rate when I was back there. You did. It was amazing. I don't think I ever saw a drop. I never had an error. I was like, it's like Mike Trout out there. I think every pitch was a strike, too. Uh, Damn right, man. (laughs) Cy Young, Mike Trout, and Bobby Bonilla all wrapped in one. Yeah, it's it's hard sometimes. Honestly, I can't think about – Today, we normally have a show, and there's a back and forth, and we have some fun, we have some laughs, and, and we try and make a lighter side of this whole thing. But at this point, like I, don't, like I said, you asked me how I feel. I don't even know. Uh, in comparison, my, my, grandma, my wife's grandmother is like 90 – she's 98. And she still goes to the casino and gambles. She lives in like a – like my grandmother would have been better off like her in an old folks' home around yeah, people yeah. her age that she could talk to. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother, my, my wife's grandmother lives in an old folks home, runs the place. Like, you know, she has peeps. 
you know, she gets down, like play dice against the wall, that kind of shit. And she's like 99. <laughs> Those are also STD capitals. So what, man? Those are STD hubs, bro. You want to talk about catching diseases? I heard if Ooh. you walk in there and use the restroom, you leave with crabs. That's gross. I know. It's also false. I was just saying, are you spreading fake news? No, no. No, there is a rampant case of STDs. And oh. I'm absolutely certain there is, but I think the old folks, so you're at some point, you're just like in your life, you don't care. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, rolled like that my, I rolled like that through my whole 20s. Yeah, they're probably, it's going to burn for a little while, but you know what else burned? Normandy. You know, oh. it is what it is, you know? Whoa. We've been doing this show for a while, and I know I've been talking the whole time, but I'm telling I had a story to tell. And I kind of, I was scared that something like this would happen. I know that's why I kind of, we keep it light, you know, and we keep it like a That's what more. I'm trying to do. I don't want you. Yeah, yeah, but... I mean, I'm I guess not, some. I'm trying to expose you and have you break down for ratings. Yeah, but you can't have light without the dark sometimes. No, true, but I mean, that's why we try to keep it as you know, close to the middle as possible. Like you know what the, the Spanish flu? They call it the Spanish flu. What you know? You know why I got that name? Why? It wasn't because it came from Spain. It happened during the time of like the. Uh, fucking war like the whole world was at war and Spain was the only one giving the information about the flu they were the only one keeping in contact with anybody so they called it the Spanish flu that's fucked up <laughs> yeah it is the only people trying to help were the people who got the name of the goddamn flu yeah that's I mean that's, like that's, that's insane that's crazy so look all I'm trying to say is that like if we I understand that, like, it's not about being used for ratings or anything, because honestly, this is my feelings right now. Like, I'd rather be able to say what I have to say, and I don't care about looking like a bitch. I don't care about being upset that my grandmother's probably going to die or, or something like that. You know, it's not about that. It's more about awareness or just being, like, even if you're, like, you don't believe it's a thing, go through the fucking motions anyway. Because it's like, like praying. There's no, there's no real proof that praying actually helps, right? But you do it anyway. Or that it does anything in the first place. Yeah, but you do it, man. You, like if you do it, if somebody's sick, you pray for them. Because who knows, maybe that good energy you put out with the big prayer might help them a bit or might, might, might that energy will flow to them or even anything, you know, like just, and even if you don't believe it, same difference. You don't believe the flu, the, the, COVID's a thing, fine. But if your your mom's got it, you might want to go ahead and just follow the rules, just so it's you, you're not putting that up to chance. Yeah, there's nothing in this world is 100 percent certain. Nothing. I'm sure a lot of people in their life have worn a shirt they didn't believe in, but they wore it out because somebody got it for them. Damn right. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to wear this shit, but I'm wearing it today because. Nope. <laughs> exactly you know, for somebody else not for myself i'm wearing it for somebody else and i feel you know, the, the mask you know, and the distance and uh you know self-quarantine just trying to stay home as much as possible and not go out unless you really need to it's it falls yeah i'm making it light but it falls into the same vein or just it's the same mindset of like i don't want to wear this ugly ass shirt that my significant other bought me but i'm gonna wear it today because it's it's good for them 
they'll they'll appreciate it. It's I mean, you know, same thing. Put that fucking mask on. Distance yourself. Do it all. Uh, don't don't go to a fucking bar, man. That's the thing that gets me. I don't know what you can just get a bottle. It's cheaper and stay home or do whatever. Like, why are you going to bars and social events? And I mean, we we canceled Thanksgiving. We we're probably going to cancel Christmas. Like, I don't. <laughs> those are really really uh, difficult things to have to do, but they're necessary. I don't see how it's so difficult to put a mask on or to not go to a bar to watch a football game instead of staying home. I don't want to end this on a fucking super negative tip. So today was the announcement they're going to start shipping out the, the vaccine. Uh, assumably, assumedly, assumably, assumedly, presumably, they will go to the elderly and uh, healthcare workers and people like that are high risk. So, um, you know, that's a possibility too. You don't know what's going to happen. Be so negative, presumably. <laughs> no, that, uh, that it could be okay. And don't, it sounds like you have your mindset a certain way. And I'm just trying to say there is a strong possibility that could not happen. So I understand. Well, look, you want I, I don't, the work yeah well yeah i'm hoping like it's gonna go i you know how you're like when you're right about some shit and you're like yeah i don't want to be right about this one yes i know exactly yeah that's absolutely where i'm at but i don't think i don't think you're gonna be right but that's yeah i'm and i'm praying i'm not gonna be right and i'm actually praying you know like i every night i pray for my for my grandmother and I don't, I'm not, I, I've told you, I'm not an over religious guy. I don't pray for, I don't pray for bullshit. I don't pray for, Hey, listen, uh, I need to go on vacation, you know, or whatever. I need that, that, that material thing. No, I pray for people I care about their health and the strength to be a better person. I, and, I, I have a strong belief that prayer is uh, part of the whole manifesting your own reality and that kind of thing. And it's kind of like a almost, positive thinking manifests itself uh i will definitely think about your grandmother every day because i do know her i mean i go pick up your brother or to go to, to northridge every well every tuesday and thursday and you know i'd, I'd sit there talk to her she's spanish speaking first correct yes yeah so sometimes there'd be a little communication issue but i'd sit there <laughs> and she'd offer me food and she was a, a nice woman you know what i mean Irony rolls close for him. Real sweet lady. She Irony really rolls close for him and shit. I was like, "What's going on here?" I, I remember one time she went to Vegas and got me. Uh, no, she went to Laughlin, and it was my birthday. She missed my birthday, and she gave me twenty silver dollars for my birthday. Shit, sure, that's like fucking and, doubloons. Yeah, right. And I was stoked. I was like, "Cool, yeah." And. I'm only saying this because I told my kids about it and I, they were like, what the hell is wrong with you? I spent all 20 over the course of like six months on Jack in the Box tacos. <laughs> that is the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it, was, it was really cool. And <laughs> that ended that that is the one real regret in my life where I'm like, yeah, I should have thought of that. Should have thought that through. Those are the worst tacos ever. They're the best. I love Jack in the Box tacos. Have you ever looked at the picture? You ever looked at the picture of the handle? 
They look amazing. You still have the piece of American cheese unmelted, like it's still sticking out of it, around. little yeah, triangle side. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I go through Jack in the Box, which thank God it isn't very often anymore, uh, and I see those pictures. You know, most of them, they just look like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, they're obviously not going to look like that when you get it. But some of them are a little too honest. And you're like, ooh, somebody uh, approved this and someone took the picture. <laughs> like, that, and that, that taco one is definitely one of them. Oh, man. Oh, this is Big Cabin Fever. I'm Tony. That's Ed. Be good out there. Be good to your neighbor. Be kind. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. And wear a mask. Yeah, fuck. Stupid.